0: Welcome to another episode of the televoid i'm one of your hosts mara k elliot and i'm joined as always by my lovely co-host latoya ferguson hey latoya
1: do you ever have that dream where you're walking naked down the street and everyone just stares do you ever feel so deep that you speak your mind to put other street to sleep you wonder if anybody cares sometimes i think i'm the only one whose day turned out unlike it had begun and that was bare naked by just love here
0: Hey Latoya. And we are joined by returning melodrama specialist Ellie <laughs> Monroe. What's up, Allie? <laughs> oh hi. believe so me. Sad. No, it's the perfect it's the perfect kind of title because this is the perfect kind of episode for you. Latoya is now pitching Allie to watch the rest of the series as, as you I might have gotten from the intro. Party of Five is what we're watching today, <laughs> season three, episode 20, The Intervention, a.k.a. the one where everyone screams at Bailey for, like, a full 40 minutes, <laughs> and everything's pretty much a bummer on the end, <laughs> so
1: I've never Spoiler seen the alert. show. Every episode is pretty much a bummer.
0: Oh, okay, well that solves it, it's like, it's like a precursor to everyone. I, I always
2: thought it was a sitcom, because
0: it was called Party I didn't think it was a sitcom, but I kind of—I always thought it was kind of like a Melrose Place thing, because I was like, you yeah, know, like
2: Mel- Evan,
0: Because they had the party of five, so I'm like, okay, like, you know, they're going out and they're dining a lot, you know, like, where does <laughs> that name come from? Yeah. Where, is it, it's like a joke because now it's a party of five, or is that like a thing? Because well, yeah, I looked it up restaurant. on the Wikipedia it's because, like, their parents
1: him. own that restaurant, also like, Party 5, and they always, ha- like, have those dinners there. And, yeah, okay, yeah, now so it's just, was, it's it's just them. like
0: a reference to them. Okay,
1: it's, like, the saddest like. thing in the entire
0: world. Yeah, so we should preemptively say, if you haven't watched a show like me and Ellie have not, um, it's a show about, that starts off, like, Everwood saw with, like, the grimmest opening, like, pilot, you know, uh, concept ever, where the kids are orphaned
1: at the ages of, like, I mean, was it, like, 21 downwards? Yeah, uh, Matthew Fox's Charlie is 24 when the show starts, then Scott okay. Wolf's character is 16, Neve Campbell's 15, and Lacey Chabert's character is 11, and then they have their baby, baby, baby brother. Who's like a new- Oh, yeah, like he's like, right? he's one years old when the parents and die. And their
0: parents die in a drunk driving accident, which is important because some a drunk driver hits them, and this episode is all about how one of the kids, uh, Bailey, which is Scott Wolf, is now an alcoholic. Now, I don't think that has- it's supposed to be, like, there's- I mean, it's crazy to me- Oh, we can get right into it, really, because we're gonna have to go all over the place this, this time. We'll go bit by bit, but there's a lot of stuff that, like, comes back at the end. It's important. But, like, what's weird to me about this one is, like, you're not supposed to make, like that like, that clear-cut, like, well, maybe he's an alcoholic because his parents died in a car wreck because of a drunk driver. Like, that, to me, is enough of a thread that at least that should be what he's talking to a therapist about. The fact that his dad was also an alcoholic is, like- you know, that's just like a bonus. I mean, it's not good, but it's like certainly
1: it like, secondary. It had to
0: do. I know. With... And I, I know everyone's gonna, you know. I'm confused with what are you're doing. saying, though. I'm saying, why aren't they addressing the problem that if he's an alcoholic and had his parents die in such a traumatic way, that should also be addressed. That's a separate issue that no one's even commenting on the whole episode. They're only talking about how his dad was an alcoholic. Like, it's almost like, and unrelated, they died in a car because of a drunk driver. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's like saying your parents died in a train wreck, and then you become a train engineer. It's crazy, like it's a little bit too specific. Well, like you, it has to have something to do with that as well. Right? I don't think so. That's crazy. I think to it's me, though.
2: insane to just be like, "I'm an alcoholic because my dad was an alcoholic," but also I didn't know that my dad was an alcoholic. And well, that's what I mean. Like if he like had he resigned himself know. that
1: afterwards, like that's like. Like thirty minutes into the like forty minute episode, right? So prior to knowing that, and also he's clearly like like, the one thing I did notice uh, through the episode is that like uh, Bailey's going through his warped version of the stages of grief, essentially, and that's his acceptance, pretty much. That's his warped version of acceptance because of this.
0: Oh yeah, this is very much heavy handed in that sense. I I mean, I respect because that's like a, a standard like after school special style oh my god, we're have to, like, have this terrible conversation, and then he has to- he tries to, you know- I mean, the, the fact that, like, the betrayal stuff is insane. Like, when he- when they lie to him about that stuff we'll get to, I understand why he freaked out, but I get why- it was bad. But, like, to me, oh why did god. no one even bring up the fact that, like, his parents died in a car crash because of a drunk driver? Like, certainly that should be, like, the main- like, if you're gonna try and get him to stop drinking, that should be, like- the first part of the conversation is how could you do this? Well he he didn't
1: drunk drive, remember, he had his going with him.
0: But it's implied that he's doing other crazy stuff, like really reckless stuff. Do you like like him and Jennifer love Hewitt together, LaToya?
1: No, because he's a shitty shitty boyfriend to her when they are together. He
0: he seems like garbage all around, but I mean I only know of him this one episode, so I don't know. But and I'm not trying to blame him because he obviously has a problem and he needs help. But he just seems like a real jerk because, like, almost, like, regardless of what's going on. Like, it has almost nothing to do with the drinking. I feel like he was kind of a jerk beforehand, and now it's, like, making him ten times worse. Because there are things he's saying he clearly has been thinking for years at this point, and he's just never said them. And he's just using this as an excuse to hurt everybody around him. So I'm like, you seem like kind of a douche anyway, and this is just making, it's like kicking you up to eleven. But, um, so uh, the episode starts out with Scott Wolf, which I was, I, I said before, this reminds me of, like, a precursor to Everwood... I was like, oh, I'm like, that's why he was so comfortable slipping into that, like, everything's depressing and everyone's always crying motif of Everwood, because <laughs> he has, like, ten years practice doing it he on Ever- this. Oh, he is an Everwood. Yeah, he, well, he's also a lot cheerier on Everwood, but then when he gets low on Everwood, he gets fucking low. <laughs> like, really low. He's one of those I people on the show. I know him from Oh, Jesus fucking Christ! Jesus, <laughs> of course you do. Alex.
1: And one perfect. joke
2: in Bojack Horseman. Those are the two yes. reasons I
1: know who. I come. feel like <laughs> you could have kept the V thing to yourself, but you're like, nope. I gotta, I gotta <laughs> let them all know. I gotta oh, live I my life the way I want to live it.
2: <laughs> I know you know Judge me, anyways. Nothing I could say could make it worse for me, so I don't. Know. I mean,
1: you said you know him from V. Like you were, like you went out of your way. To be judged. <laughs> yeah, I know.
2: Okay. Uh, well, I'm but so. At, I was trying to figure out why I really know him, so I pulled up his IMDB page, and I was like, do I know him from Everwood? But I didn't really watch Everwood, and then I was like, oh yes, me.
0: He's, he's one of those actors that even if you've only seen him in like two things... He just feels like you've known him your whole life. Like he's such a familiar face. Like he just comes across he's like like a little Michael J. Fox kind of person where you're just like Yeah I I could watch you for like ten minutes and I feel like I know him. Even if I don't like the character, even if I don't care about him, or he's just, you know, like poppy nonsense, like if he has no real plot. He just has a very charismatic like face. So even though I didn't like
1: his character That's not, in this, well, fact, he hosted Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live once and the musical guest was Natalie Imbruglia. <laughs> <sighs> It's the best
0: episode possible. Oh, please! I, if I can find a clip of that, I will put it in the notes. But otherwise, just seek it out on your own. Everyone, live that kind of life. But so this episode starts off with the, the very charismatic Scott Wolf. The trouble is, I think what's really beneficial to this, in the same way they used him in Everwood, and I'm sure they've used him in other things. I just don't know of him as well. I think a lot of Lifetime movies he's been into. I don't. My sister watches a lot of them. I think. But um, he's been he's been very much the kind of person that can masquerade as cheery even if he's furious so it's obviously he's yeah obviously he's very disturbed even from the beginning because like the way he into- he's talking to his like, it's not girlfriend it's roommate right or it's, it's kind of both, both. He,
1: yeah he cheated on uh Jeff Love hewitt's character with her with her
0: yeah and what's confusing is in wikipedia it's described as his roommate and i'm like well you should probably like talk about the fact that it's actually like you know his girlfriend as well. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's it's kind of a huge. factor. But I mean, like look how great of a out. girlfriend she is. Oh, I know she's garbage too. I mean, they're they're obviously they found each other through dark times because they're both in a bad place. But um, they both go. They both like are kind of going off at each other, and she's apparently been ignoring messages from his sister because he gets a phone call from it's Nev Campbell's. Uh, I can never remember when she was. Nev Campbell is, is uh, Julia. Julia, Julia. They call her Jewel all the time. But so, Julia calls him in kind of, I wouldn't say like a panic, but just sort of really worried, and says where the hell have you been? We've been trying to get a hold of you forever. Kelly's been ignoring messages from her, because I think Kelly also probably holds a grudge on them because they were all really mean to her because she helped cheat, <laughs> and like and pull him she away from the cheese. family.
1: She like, has, she,
0: she's, she's part of it. The like, yeah, I think she was just like, she's, she's, she's like not a huge fan of them in, in general, it's it's that kind of thing where it's the it's the willow does drugs of it all where you get the bed <laughs> you, oh <laughs> you get the beds you get the bed see, that pulls them away that. from the family and even if they're not like a family of like I mean I guess in that situation they are a traditional family but you get that person who's like I don't want anything to do with this fucking weird friends of yours and and I understand where she's coming from because they probably are not like her biggest fans but instead of working with them to try and get him help. She seems not only uninterested; she seems like completely apathetic about all of it. Like yeah, she, that's why when she I read,
1: just have a problem despite the right. fact she even mocks him for like drinking at noon and Plus, everything like that. When I read the Wikipedia page
0: and they listed her as a roommate, I was like, oh, maybe I misread this this relationship because
1: she treats him like I a roommate they really DTR. So, oh.
0: well, I mean, regardless of that, they certainly come across as like conflicted former relationships or, like, roommates. Like, there's something there, but you don't really get that in this episode at all. You can see um, why she's... the family's not a fan of her, honestly. Oh, no, for sure. Like, she's a real Does weirdo. Jennifer
2: Love Hewitt just live with, like, what Did she just get absorbed into the class the cast?
0: <laughs> she's also part orphan, though, right? Yes. What? Part orphan. This is what I
1: read. <laughs> I'm sorry, that sounds terrible, but adopt it, yeah, and then oh but the she, has, off, like, she her, has, like, no, her parents no parent. Her real is mama. her spinoff
0: the Ghost Whisperer? No, she did have a spinoff, her though. Spin-off is the, the classic television show,
1: Time of Your Life, starring Jennifer Garner.
0: Were you what? joking, or did you not know that, Ally? I had no idea. <laughs> so ever. As, as I mentioned before, I had never seen this show, and neither has Ally, but I actually have seen Time of Your Life, so <laughs> You're Like Time of Your Life is my shit. That gives you a little bit of an idea of where my mindset was in the early, like, or I mean, I guess late 90s, early 2000s. I was watching Time of Your Life, sight unseen, and never having ever You're watched The like, yes. no Party of Five.
1: I don't know why they think Jennifer i know the Hewitt, it, but I do.
0: <laughs> but Gen- you guys have to understand, Jennifer Love Hewitt in the late 90s was about as good as it gets. Like, she was straight up, like, I, I mean, loved her I mean, in Heartbreakers. I, I, I mean, that's what a classic that? film. I loved, yes. yeah,
2: Heartbreakers and then other stuff. Heartbreaker's she was in. classic.
0: Yes, I mean, I loved. I loved Up Until, I mean, guys, I'm not even gonna lie, I actually think I watched As If or whatever it was, or As Is or something, like, 80 times, whatever the hell that terrible Lifetime movie is where she's a violinist. Can't Hardly Wait as a great movie. Yes, yeah. it is. Now I gotta know what the hell that name of that yeah, movie are you is. what talking about? If only, if only.
1: If Sorry, only. guys. As If, As Is. <laughs> I was not that far off let's be real i kind of worried like it's a completely different context than if only but she's a I violonist. think the best
2: thing she's in is Heartbreaker
1: well no that's true
0: that's about as cause that's like I feel like she's I mean that's insulting acting to hardly I feel though. like that's her life
2: no, I, but she do I love can't hardly though. wait but I love Heartbreaker like a million times more
0: yeah, Heartbreakers is about as good as it gets for her, I think. That's, like, the the peak of kind her. Kind of love. for anyone. J- 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 love. I do Exactly. Or oh, dare
1: Jennifer you Love Pfefferman. Luff- she's got the client list, you pieces of trash. Well,
0: Je- Je- Jennifer Love Pfefferman was also peak J-Love, too, so I don't yeah, know. Okay, it's, we all can love get a little bit of love her. To it. Jeez. Yes! Let's be real, okay, guys? Well, I feel like that's a cross that a lot of us have to bear, because nowadays she's working a little bit more awkwardly in, in acting-wise, so I think we can judge for it a lot more. But when she was going strong in the business she was doing like great stuff even if you don't like her acting style which is kind of vacant (laughs) but
1: i mean it worked in this episode you guys can all go back and listen to our ghost whisperer episode
0: yeah like i see the thing about her is that like that's a style i think she's choosing to be vacant like that and she's just really good at picking good script, or she was very good at picking scripts that, that called for vacant expressions. <laughs> but nowadays, people, I think, want a little bit more. And it- after she moved away from the decline list, it's kind of tough. Oh to my god, it. what's was, like, Zootopia? Jesus. Most- Zootopia, no. But- <laughs> I, whatever it is, I, I- consider me sold. <laughs> I-, I mean, now I'm, just- I'm hoping it's like a version of Zootopia. Wait, just can, I re- can I read you the storyline for it? Yes, please again. Two two
2: childhood friends reunite as adults to help each other land the women of their dreams. Chris wants to marry Allison, a Jewish girl, so he'll never have to make another decision for as long as he lives. What's Adam a- is on the verge of getting married to Hannah, a woman he's not
1: content with.
2: When Chris and Liz, Adam's help in pretending to be Jewish so that Allison will date him, cultures collide and chaos ensues.
1: <laughs> First of all, Chris's yeah. full name is Christian, so. Uh, is, he's, so he's, oh. lying, he's not Jewish. He's just, like, oh, lying I mean, about being Jewish. He, to- he told he Allison that his name is uh, Avi Rosenberg, basically. Oh, yeah, because his name is Christian O'Connell.
0: The sad thing is, when you first read that out loud, Allie, I was like, maybe they're looking for girlfriends and they're girls. <laughs> it's like I was in an ideal world. But no, it's just two random dudes that
1: want girls, I guess. Second of all, but, Rita oh, Wilson's geez. in the movie, so yes. Is she really? Yes, she is. Oh my God. Third of all, I guess uh, they just wanted people Jennifer Love she would work with, because uh, Wendy Malick and Jamie uh, and uh, Cameron Manheimer are also in the movie.
2: I love oh, Wendy Malick so much. <laughs> yes. oh, yeah, Crystal well,
0: Reed is
2: in Oh, God.
0: Uh, she's now on Criminal Minds, Jay love is, so if you're yeah. wondering what she's up to now, um, I mean, she's been on there for a while. I'm sure
1: she's a regular or something. I think
0: she's but left, um, too. She was there for 10 seasons. God, two. did she? Yeah. I mean... I mean, good she for She was married her. to Greg she, Grunberg she, on moving. that show,
1: which I mean, I support <sighs>
0: that. Yeah, but also let's be real. All right, um, so <laughs> maybe even so, Grunberg,
1: so, I understand.
0: Yeah. Um. So drunk Scott Wolf starts off being belligerent to her, to to Nev Campbell on the phone, um, and his ex girlfriend, oh, yeah. and her, and the rest of the family have all been trying to get in touch with them for the past week or more, whoever knows how yeah, long Yeah, he caused uh, like the time...
1: a major drunk scene as the clown at uh, Owen's birthday party, the youngest one. And
0: Owen, Owen, as we can reiterate, is literally a newborn child when the show starts, so he's gotta be less than, like, five years old. So anything that belligerent at a kid's birthday party is always terrible, but yeah, he literally lands, literally... like,
1: flat on his face at oh, the party. So,
0: but the time, you can never really tell the span of time that's gone on. I mean, I, they kind of vaguely reference it as a recent event, but it seems like he's been kind of um in a in a in a ways for a while. Yeah, they now. Like they, they like actually been... built to
1: the alcoholism like throughout the entire season. So, right. At first so... like it's just like oh just a little drink here or there, like just background stuff and then and yeah, you can tell it's a whole thing.
0: And so speaking of uh I guess heavy hitters in our terrible episodes of TV, uh, we also get a very young, very I don't even know how to describe it, like I guess Uh, Firm uh, girlfriend of Charlie in Tamara Taylor, who is I guess she's like a social worker. (laughs) She's firm. She's like an assertive. I don't know. She's I I I I remember. Yeah,
1: Yeah. I know where's Cam from. Yeah, she's a mature adult, which is I think that's what makes it seem like firm compared to Charlie, who's of course. I mean, I I only say firm
0: because she gets the most pushback of the bunch. I think she's the one that really she's she's basically everyone's looking at her, even the like the 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 family, who's trying to have her help intervene, is like, are, are you overstepping your bounds? It feels like you're overstepping your bounds. And she's like, this is what, like, yeah, life Julia is, guys. Yeah, Julia is having none of
1: this because, basically, it's just another one of Charlie's many girlfriends, as Bailey will po- like, point out later. And, obviously, there are
0: different ways they could have gone about this. They probably should have had an actual interventionist come in because it's not like they don't have, I guess they have don't have that much money, but they must have some money, I don't know. But regardless of that, they don't have an actual interventionalist come in, so they're just going based off of. Um, I'm just gonna call her Cam. I don't know. Was it was Claire in this or something, or Grace. Grace. Call her Cam. But who are we talking about at
1: this point? Cam from yeah. Bones. Oh. Uh, yes, uh, she is. Uh, let's see. I just saw her name. Uh, Grace. Grace. She is Grace. Okay, I thought so. So you Grace, open up Grace. a Wikipedia is... page. Like it has, I have like it open. That's
0: character. why. <laughs> that's why I pulled her name. But, um, so so Grace is now in charge of the intervention, and she's been trying to push them all towards this, and I would say that of everybody who's who's involved with this, I think it's really kind of Charlie is with his girlfriend, and they're kind of both, like, fed up, because they're the two yeah, oldest Charlie of the couldn't bunch. couldn't make,
1: like, an adult decision himself, honestly. He just, like, Right, hey, but they're Grace also-
0: Yeah, obviously he's pushing it on to being, like, Grace's idea, but he's definitely spearheading it along with her, because I think the rest of them are kind of just, like- well, something has to happen. Like, you can't keep this up, but are you sure this is a good idea? Like, they they second-guess the idea of an intervention for, like, the entire first 15
1: minutes of the episode. Like, (laughs) Claudia doesn't want to gang up on Bailey, which is exactly what happens.
0: Happens. happens. But also, Bailey... I mean, at first I thought they were being ridiculous, but then it's like, Bailey refused... So, okay, we should get into this. So what happens is... They plan this intervention at the restaurant. They call. They call Bailey. He says, "What's the big deal? I'm sorry, my girl. My girlfriend/slash roommate has been hoarding messages. Nothing's wrong. I'll come to this dinner tonight. Everybody fucking chillax." Is basically what. And he's like cracking a beer because it's like classic, like you know. He's like gone too far. He's drinking beers in the daytime, and so he's like he's like I'll I'll be there later tonight or whatever the time frame is. Again, they don't they're not very specific with timing on this. It's but the usual like family
1: weekly family dinner
0: is what it is. Right, and so he's not been to a bunch of them, and they're like, "Well, come to this one," and he's like, "Sure, I will." Doesn't show up, and then they call him again from the dinner where everybody's alone at the restaurant. They shut down the restaurant for this dinner, which I thought was a real like. Honestly, when you're like living on just like a twenty-three year old salary or something, or twenty-four year old salary, you should probably keep the restaurant open. But they shut it's it down. Convention place, so yeah. Unless <laughs> like, you want to have like people at like, the is restaurant. Is there a back room? Like, come on, there should be some place. I mean, it was stupid, but either way, they shut down the whole goddamn restaurant. They lose an entire night's worth of money, and <laughs> Bailey doesn't show up. I think it's partly just to make it even more like drastic, because obviously, if he's not showing up when it's like this this intense a situation. He's fucked up. I mean, the, the really the, the thing that really lets you know he's really gone or or too far gone, is that by the time they wait, like it seems like two three hours, he never shows and never calls to tell everybody why he's running late, and essentially must be somewhere passed out drunk is
1: what they they're presuming. He, and they does he actually know. call and say that he is running late and he still just never shows up? Mm, I don't think so. I think that that they call
0: him. No, I, I actually don't think he does. I think he just doesn't show up. I mean, I that's based on my notes, but I'm not totally sure. But yeah, my notes are he,
1: wrote Bailey Well Bails.
0: <laughs> so many bail puns in those my notes. I have bail posts for days. All right, so the 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 crux of the of the situation is that he decides to just not show up, and they're they're like, okay, now we really have to figure out a way to get him to come because that's where you're like, you know, you were kind of a douche before, and you could claim like, you know. If he's really busy, or maybe he has other plans, he couldn't find time to come. But really, like, when people call you specifically that you've missed several family dinners and they really want you to come to this one, and he promises he'll be there and he just doesn't show without any, any like, recourse, that shows that he is at a point where he's basically ignoring them, whether he wants to say so or not. Like, he tried to feign it as if they were overreacting earlier, but this is the point in the episode where you kind of get, like, oh, they're not. Like, he's officially, like... You know, like off the off the rails. So they decide to trick him into coming there, which is crazy. And this trick, oh my god, it was it was insane. I mean, this is yeah, from the Grace minute they, says they introduced they you it.
1: something he can't say no to. I mean, there are tons of better ways to do this. Like
0: there are so many better ways to do this. It's it's but insane. Like what? Like what better way? Claim that you cut your finger or something. I don't know, like stupid stuff like Claim that. you cut your finger? Here's what happens, you call him up, oh my god, Bailey, I was chopping up carrots for dinner, I cut my finger by accident, I can't stop it from bleeding, he'll come over. That's a way less, it- that's off the top say of my goddamn like head. Say it like that? Well, no, I wouldn't say it like that, I'd be yeah. like, Bailey! Or if I was lazy, i would be like, Bailey! But, like, <laughs> she
1: she calls, and they decide, like, literally from the beginning of this ruse, I mean, they go, if she, if, I'm sorry, but if she had cut her finger, why would she, how would she be making a phone call, honestly? <laughs> speakerphone exists LaToya even in 19 whatever <laughs> but either way
0: there are so many better ways to s- besides oh my god Owen what fell or something and mm-hmm. they took him to the ER or he's they, they something like the way that they get him there is ridiculous like why wouldn't she call the, the emergency I'm surprised he didn't call the cops on his way over really like that's what's kind well, of well he was obviously drunk So right, but I mean that's what I'm saying. Clearly, any random excuse would have gotten him there. You don't need to escalate it to the fact that your
1: young, like infant brother is. I I I mean, I agree. It's horrible. At the same time, that was like the best. I think that was the best excuse they had. Oh no! I because I cut my finger and I'm gushing blood yet i'm still on the phone with you just i'm puking that's not a
0: good one i can't stop puking like you know i'm sick i don't know This is better i, I just think are,
2: that's the a more terrible. you say this the more i agree with what they did
1: <laughs> yeah the well, I, not, just, I just think that, like,
2: I, mean, I just think that like i mean was like that was so stupid, but as you go down and list stupider ones <laughs> i don't know <laughs>
0: I just feel like yeah, starting it's like out- It's thing
1: to do, but it was like the best way to get him there.
0: I just think that like introducing infanticide as the as the first option is a little intense, but they go right
1: to that. But you have like, no other option that would work.
0: I guess not, but yeah. But either way, it is an extreme decision, and, and I think at least of everybody, Claudia is like, you realize he's never going to forgive us for this, right? And then they're like, oh, it has to be done, and she's like, all right, I guess- and also, why can't they go to him? Like, what? What's wrong with going to his place? Yeah, race? I was wondering about that too. Like, how do you or know just... that he
1: would open the door?
0: Oh, they big Matthew Fox could burst in that goddamn door. Come on, the whole group yeah, of them—the co- party of five—only
2: hate each other. He agreed to go to the dinner. Exactly.
0: I mean, if surely if Claudia Even showed up. he didn't show up. Here's-, here's All right, we can all, let's all pitch our own way of trying to get him out of the house.
1: What I would do- I mean, do... I am fine with the way they did. It is horrible, but, like, it's the best way to get him to rush out. What I would and do- I, Also, they wanted him to rush out because they wanted him to get away from Callie. They expected right. him to show up alone, so.
0: Here's what I would do. I'd put a car on the apartment, wait till Callie leaves- Send Claudia up with a little like suitcase and say I ran away from home. I miss you, Bailey. He'll bring her She's in. She's not a fucking idiot. I don't she know do that. I think that's a way better way of getting them in the in the house, and then everybody else could just follow them in. Like I, I, to me, I'm like it's just I, I. don't know. I the problem with this is because the the only reason, the only reason I bring it up is it's not a great idea. But I mean, it, it's debatable. But the problem is, it starts off things with a lie. And it immediately, right off the wrong- like, it's on the wrong foot. That's the whole reason why real interventions tend to take place in a place where, like, obviously there's some tricking going on, but it's really like, let's I'll drive you to your doctor's appointment. Boom, we're at an intervention, you know what I mean? It's not usually- I mean, there's a little bit of betrayal, but the betrayal is more like, we're, we're you know, surprising you with this intervention. We're not lying to you about, the, like, a, a severely injured younger brother- and then, like, I think she says, like, he's turning blue or something crazy like that. It's, like, crazy dark. Like, even the way that, that they had it. She should have just say he can't stop crying. No one's home. I can't get him to stop crying. Wouldn't he come for that? You know? I mean, I,
1: it's just a sort of dark way of I getting mean, him he's there. he's crying, that means he's responsive, though. and yeah. Responsive. Yeah. Then, he could be, then he could just be like, call 911 instead of, like, rushing there. I still don't know why he didn't have her call nine one one. It's crazy to me.
0: Like that's a terrible brother. Like all that all that shows is that he is really fucked well, yeah. up. He's clearly a terrible brother. That's part of the whole thing. Exactly. I'm like I can't believe how that's terrible. Part, you that's think. part of it is They're intervening. Like if I was that drunk, which spoiler alert, I've had a, a couple of glasses of Jameson, so I was trying I mean, to that's live up. You're not as his... sharp. Ass. Yes. You oh yeah, that's why. But uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> so I understand the idea of like you know oh, let's calm down, let's think of a different reaction, but, like, to me, I'm like, I, I don't know, personally, even if I was super drunk, I'd be like, we should probably call the police, or call an ambulance, or something, like, if he's that serious, like, how how fucked up are you that you're drunk enough to not call the cop I mean, but well, still sober well, enough to get over it? He's an alcoholic,
1: Mora. so that yeah. answers your question of how fucked is he in
0: the first place. But he's able to get a, a ride over there. I mean, the whole, like, getting Callie out of the way didn't really work, because she still comes. It's just so stupid. And then what was their plan? He's gonna drive drunk over there if Callie didn't ring him? Like, it was crazy to me. I was like, you're didn't basically- know he was
1: drinking at the time. Oh, he's an alcoholic. He's drinking he all the never actually addressed the fact that he was drinking at the time, but it's, like, one of those things that is unsaid, but, like, obvious, like, the reason he had her drive is because he was drinking. It, oh, he does say
0: it later on. He's like, that's why I had Callie drive here, or whatever. But- that's why she gets her keys instead. Well, wow, it's so stupid. So anyway, he shows up furious, like from the beginning. Like he is, li- and when when we say f- I say furious, he's like livid to the point where he wants to just leave immediately, um, because he walks in, he goes like searching around the house, like really dark, like trying to find the little brother wherever he's like sick, and then he's like running around, like s- like slamming open doors, and then um, like Kelly shows up and she's just like lurking around, and they like. Claudia is there to receive him, but kind of as soon as he comes, she kind of steps away, and then everybody else just like walks in the room, and he doesn't get the message like very quickly, so he just continues to Julia like is run around, pretty, like slick with getting the keys from uh, Callie. Yeah, she gets them right from her, and then basically because that's I mean it's it's smart because that means that they both of them can't leave. She, she should really just have said just leave, but she decides to take the keys, which you is so Ke- great. Kelly wasn't going exactly. to leave if she just said Exactly. That's the problem. But, um, but Kelly's, like, sort of also, like, what the fuck? Like, she's also thrown because she's expecting to see, like, some, like, crime scene, essentially. But they're both, like, oh, it's a lie? And then Bailey proceeds to lose his goddamn mind. And he starts, like, screaming at everyone. And there's a point where I think he screams up yours at the top of his lungs, <laughs> which I was, like... Jesus Christ, this is such a nineties show, but um, they refuse to give him the keys back because he wants out. Like the minute that he figures that ha- that happened, he's basically like, "All right, got you. You all suck uh, phenomenally. I'm leaving." And Kelly equally is like, "This isn't my problem." I was like, "Wow, what a bitch!" Like I didn't know her at all. She immediately
1: all. like she bails on him.
0: I know she's like literally like, and that's why I was like. I was like, she really, she bailed on you, man. And I'm like, yeah, she bailed on you, Bailey. <laughs> I was like, that's so ironic. They keep saying all these Bailey puns and they don't even realize
1: what they're doing. They call- it's, a, it's a bummer. Well, Charlie specifically calls him Bay. Far I too saw, many I times. I have that
0: too. Calling him Bay is disturbing in a 21st century life. But, um, so he, he, he's furious, and she leaves him. She just abruptly leaves him.
1: She's like, I don't want to deal with this shit.
0: I mean, on, on the one hand, I kind of respect it, because at least she's not gonna, you know, be there and be unsympathetic and, and unhelpful. But it's She's to just gonna leave
1: sy- and be unsympathetic.
0: Yeah, but I'm like, wow, what a terrible girlfriend-slash-roommate that she doesn't care about you at all. But at least she's not gonna, you know, screw the thing up. Because the other option is she stays and then tries to fight it with him, which wouldn't have been equally as bad. Um, But so she leaves... And Bailey's also just, like, screaming he wants to get out of there. And, honestly, this is where my notes, I'm just like, I am I feel like I'm such an unsympathetic person because I could barely handle watching this. Because he continues to, like, rant on and on like a complete monster. And I don't say that because I, I'm trying to, like, equate, you know, whatever addiction problems he has with being a monster. But I just, like, the way he's yelling he's just being cruel to everybody which is part of the problem i know but it's just it's it's on un, it's unwatchable in a way that i think they were trying for because i think everybody comes across as like, like fully melancholy. No one is having a good time. There's no... I don't think there's that, a, a that's, lot of music.
1: That's Party of Five in a nutshell. Yeah. Nobody there's, is having a good time.
0: There's really no music, I think, either. So it's no. very quiet. It's very much like an episode of... Like, if you've ever seen... I mentioned Buffy before. It's, it reminds me of the body in some ways. Where everyone's just sort of standing around, like, screaming at each other. Or crying. Like, it's kind of a little bit of both. But, um... Oh, yeah. I do not like that episode of Buffy. Even yes, though... It's dark. But, um... Yes. But so this, this you know, they're, they're, they're talking in circles to each other. He's just sort of talking until he can, like, yeah. no longer talk. He says
1: he hasn't had a drink in three days, which we all know is
0: bullshit. We watched him get a phone call from them. I don't know when that was exactly, but I guarantee it was probably more recent
1: than three days. I and... assume that, like, uh the night of, like, the first, the failed intervention is, like, literally the day before this.
0: I thought right. so too, but they really do not establish that. That's why it's a little. I mean, it's it's almost realistic because you don't you don't know how long this. Is... It feels like it's the thing about this episode is like even though I didn't like a lot of it, it's very realistic in that sense where it feels like you're like slodging on with them. Like you'd have no idea when stuff. It, it just feels like everything's been going on forever. Like this feels like a like a
1: like a two hour episode of a TV show because everything it's is pretty in real... terrible. I was saying although it's pretty terrible, I did kind of enjoy. Uh, Julia's line about how the fact that he hasn't had, like, a beer in three days means he's broke. I'm like, I mean, touche.
0: Yeah. Well, there's a lot of, there's a lot of really, like, dark comments they make to each other. There's a point earlier where they're yelling, he's yelling at Charlie about stuff, and he's like- Bailey goes in on all of them. Yeah, it's real, it's real dark. I mean, it's, it's, it's realistic again in the way that, like, you know, if you if you're a person who grew up with siblings, you know what their trump cards are. And he literally like real flush right down the table. Every single person gets a bam, bam, bam. Even like he calls out Claudia, and I'm like Jesus Christ. I'm like she's like a, what at this
1: is this age like a oh girl? yeah, what did he
2: say to Claudia?
1: He says I like think he's a, I don't know. I think he's about to go in on Claudia, and she before he can say anything, she's like what What are you gonna say? I don't- I think the fact that he was
0: even going to say something to her is, like, almost even worse. Like, the fact that he was ready to go there is so dark. Which I don't think- I I think he just kind of says, like, and even you, Claudia, you would do this, even though of all people- Like, I feel like that's what he's saying of her. Which, it's not even that much of an insult, but, like, to her, she takes it really- like, she gets really upset. Because she knows he's not wrong. And really, what he's yelling about them, the, the, the real- the darkness of the comments he's making- is that even though he's talking in circles, because he's an addict, and he's trying to make his way out of getting the blame, he has a lot of decent points. Like, really dark points, but they're decent. Like, they're the kind of things that somebody who really knows you might know about you. Like, the terrible things that they don't talk about. How He says to Charlie, I'm supposed to be the one making all the sacrifices. I didn't go to a, a good college to bail you out. Like, that's that's why you're jealous of me. Like There's a point where he literally says, like, you're jealous of me, which is so, like, middle school. But... It's it's very true in a weird way, because I think Charlie is probably jealous of him, but they never acknowledge that, because why would you do that? Why would you, like, sit and have a family dinner, party of five, and then, like, bring up the fact that, like, you're harboring jealousies of your younger sibling? Like, it's kind of dark. So he's- and Charlie's, like, clearly livid in him for bringing that up. He also especially says, like, stay the hell out of this, Grace. He has no interest in Grace. 'Cause Grace is clearly, obviously the figurehead of it all because she it was her idea. And Charlie is kind of standing behind Grace, letting Grace take all of the front of it for a while, which is pretty it's pretty rude. But classic Charlie. It's it seems like a kind of MO for Charlie to be doing that. But um uh so Charlie Charlie is like you need to like get your shit together. They're all pretty much just saying, This is like this is happening. Like you no matter what you say, it's gonna keep happening. And there's a couple things they bring up. You might be a, a better person to talk about it, LaToya, because you might have seen the other episodes. They're referring to a bunch of stuff that's happened recently on the show, I think. Like, there's a point where um, someone says that he stole from somebody, which I was like, Jesus. But apparently he stole from Sam, or someone at a job who's was at named Sam, told Julia that he was stealing from people. I think what uh, he says is they he was basically desperate for, for liquor money, so he stole from a... Place he was working, and then used that money. Yeah, he was like
1: Julia's. Uh, you're calling me a thief. Boyfriend. And oh, okay. Yeah, he got uh, Bailey to work with him. Like, got Bailey a job, and yeah. yeah. So let's let's. Thievery. I'm gonna try and
0: break apart because the the conversation really only lasts like 15 minutes of the episode, but it's like basically the entire rest of the episode is like pulling it apart afterwards. So what he does is he talks in circles for le- for like forever. And they're like, you don't know him, Cam. You don't know what this is, real, Cam Grace. Like my, my notes, I'll call her Cam. Um, and, that, and that's why my notes are like, You don't, are him, like,
1: don't love him. Yeah, you don't
0: know. You don't love him like us. This is. And I'm like, are these people idiots? Interventions. I guess this is pre like intervention, on on TV. But I mean, I don't. I've never been in an intervention, but certainly everyone knows they're not supposed to be easy and everyone's acting like this is not easy i'm like no no shit it's not easy
1: well, no this is not that the, they're actually it's not easy it's the fact that grace is saying all these things like you should do this 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 because it's like basically the way she says it makes it seem like it should be easy even though like she's not taking into account you know how much it's gonna fuck up everything really it doesn't yeah. seem like but the problem like th- reacting very much like a professional instead of like you know, I... someone who is technically at least slightly part of the family by her relationship with Charlie. But so course, I guess that's the Charlie problem. always exists in a vacuum of who he's dating. So. Yeah,
0: I guess that's the problem is because she's she's you know arbitrarily related to them in that sense that she's dating one of them. That makes her like seem less professional in quotation marks to them because that's the real problem is if they had had a, if they had hired a professional to do this, they would have probably been saying very similar things, but they were just not taking her very seriously. And a professional would have said, you have to take emotion out of it to a degree. Not that you want to not be emotional. And of course, you can't, like, dictate how people are going to deal with an intervention. Like, that's a tough thing for anybody to do. But it's like, to me, I'm like, if you've decided it's come to this place, you have to know this is your last resort. Like, you have to know... Like, times are tough. It's going to not be pleasant. Like, I don't know what they were thinking when they started this. Like, he was just going to be like, Okay, guys, I'll rump you're right. I'll just stop drinking. Like, he clearly has a huge problem and he's not going to just take this lying down. But so, they they basically, they, they, they all one at a time pretty much just, like, pick, pick at him when he first comes in. They say, you drink too much. And the time that we are referring to before with the clown thing where he, when he passed out on his face was way worse than you thought it was, because to him, he was trying to brush it off like a funny thing. He's like, sorry, I got out of control. They're like, you disturbed children that were at this party. It's it's past the point of a goofy, like, mistake. Yeah, children were scared, basically. Yeah, I would imagine that would traumatize some kids, to be honest, because he was dressed as the clown, right? Mm-hmm. So that's dark on its own. Um, and then uh, they also said, like, you know, the way they were talking about certain things, like the coffee shop, same way at the club... They they think and they're trying to get to him in the best way they can. They're saying like Will said that you've been like this the whole day when he saw you both the coffee shop and the club. And he's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, well, he's like Will actually said that. And they're like, yeah, he fucking said that to her face. <laughs> like, it's not just the family trying to stop this from happening. Do you understand? And he, that's yeah, and where I he think tries he tries to realizes. say that Will
1: was lying. Right,
0: which was, is that that's where he, was a great guy. He starts grasping at straws at that point. You can tell. So that's where they also tell him that Sam is accused him of stealing from the job, and he's like, what? And this is where he takes a turn and becomes this, like, vicious little, like, monster. <laughs> and and this is where he becomes a monster. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. So he says, he says, like, who the hell are you? At least I'm in school. You're jealous, Charlie. And he's like, and Charlie's like, what are you talking about? And then he's like, uh, uh, he says to, I forget which one he says to Julia, I think, or he says, why don't you take a year off to get pregnant again? Or is that to, to
1: Grace? Yeah, he says that to Julia. Okay, to Julia. to Julia. And also Which to is Charlie, really he dark. Brings up, he brings up how Charlie has like, cheated cheats. on every Jesus single cheats. one, every single woman he's been with. And then he turns- Even, tries... like, his ex-wife. Yeah, his... Like, he cheated with her, like, on her, like, not even a week after the wedding. Right. And then he says, he turns to Jennifer Love Hewitt and
0: literally says, And I was never in love with you. I was <laughs> like, oh my god. I'm like, tell you how he's it like... really feels.
1: He feels like not even being able to get it up for her. Like that he Yeah, and he he, he mentions
0: like why do you think I was like over at Callie's place? I was like, geez I'm like I, obviously he's in a dark place and he's just throwing everything he can at the problem, but it was just he it, it, it comes it comes across there where he's like basically like throwing kerosene on the fire. Like he's like, I'm done. Like I'm gonna say everything I've been I've been holding up inside of me. Um uh they they at that point kind of take a break because they're so terrified yeah, by he what he turns off said. Or he
1: can,
0: like say about <laughs> Claudia. And then of course Jennifer Love Hugh is doing her best to just cry quietly staring at someone, which is her greatest accomplishment as an actress. And um Grace and, and Charlie like kind of reconvene and she, he apologizes to her for this. She apologizes to him for being, you know, I guess a little too cold for their liking in, in terms of being a professional, which is crazy. Um, Sarah, which is Jennifer, Hewitt, wants to leave because obviously, if you're just told in front of the entire family that I was never in love with you and I had fun having an affair in, in front of everybody and everybody knew about it or
1: something, it's and I, yeah, at this point she brings up like the very like valid question, like why am I how <laughs> like why do I keep putting myself through right. all of Bailey's shit. When he just treats me like shit still, and we're not going to be back together.
0: I don't know about you, Allie, but this is the point where I actually realized she wasn't a member of the Party of Five. <laughs> was... Yeah, that was me too. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, wait, why? Is he saying, like, I was cheating on you? I'm like, his sister? I'm like, how dark I is this so show? Confused.
1: And I'm like, it's Latoya's fave show, do so do I'm do like- Matt, the we math. Can't... She clearly couldn't have been part of the Party of Five, guys.
0: How? How could I probably- I thought possibly... that was God yeah. Well the thing the thing, <laughs> the thing that also confused me is that Scott Wolf in this. Even though I think I've always ever known him as like an older actor, I oh I was reading him like he was like also like 25 or 26. I was like the fact that he was supposed to be like 18 is insane to me. Like I couldn't uh, believe that. Because not uh, only
1: is yeah, he Scott Wolf, like still and like he's still in general now has like a baby face, but like once he aged on the show like He aged into a man, pretty much, with that face. Instantaneously. Plus, the
0: problem I had is that I was introduced to him, like, say, on Everwood, where he was always known as, like, the goofy young doctor. But the young doctor is still, like, 27, you know? It's not like he's, like, goofy young doctor at age 21. He's not, like, doogie hazarding it up. So, it was really weird for me to have to be like, oh, he's 18? I'm like, so not only is he drinking, like, a fish, he's, like, 18 and drinking? I'm like, why doesn't he get the problem here? I'm like, this isn't... this isn't, like, a, an adult who's just in over his head. He's a child drinking underage illegally. Just, it's crazy. that like It's college. It's
1: college.
0: Uh, it's so far beyond college. I mean, honestly, I, the whole, like, drinking in college thing has been done by other shows. This never came across like it was a college thing. The fact that he threw, it, threw out that it was college is, is ridiculous, because it, it did yeah, not come across. That's how you know that, like, it actually is, like, a huge problem. Until he mentions he's in college, I didn't even know it was a college apartment because it, it looked like it was just a regular apartment.
2: Seemed like a
0: huge problem to me. <laughs> <laughs> Allie, do you have something <laughs> Allie, you just... to talk to you about? <laughs> this
1: is actually an intervention for you, Allie. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> I was like, this is bad, uh, but <laughs> I mean, look, I think the problem <laughs> I <wasn't> is we like
0: it's <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> we didn't see him, like, passing out as a clown, though. I feel like that's a whole that's other level true. of drunkenness. Although, I you know, I recently
1: watched the, the show, because uh, it, it was before it was on streaming. Mm-hmm. It was, like, TV rips, so, like, there were the previouslys. So, yeah. How you, how you are you, that? I, I, I pretty I kind of that oh. you'll have that imagery of him like, showing all the ways he's, like, been fucking up over, like, the, the other 19 episodes I'll of the I'll see season. what I can do about finding a clip
0: of that and putting in the notes, but if not, you might want might, to just read up on the last that episode That might be on least. YouTube,
1: like, yeah. it, like it with the previous one,
0: probably. But, well, we'll see. But either way, I definitely came across like, his his worst, you know, sins have either yet to happen or happened prior to this episode, because as far as I can tell, I kind of agree with you. That's why, at the first, I was like, everyone needs to calm down because, obviously, he needs help if he's like, really, if they're saying what they're saying is true. Mm-hmm. But he was just kind of casually drinking a beer. Then, like, I proceeded to not only find out that he was 18, which is crazy, but, like, he was passing out on the I don't know, didn't you stealing... drink a lot
2: when you... I guess the stealing thing is crazy.
0: Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. That might be the problem. <laughs> I get why because he obviously has a very tormented childhood and he took responsibility on him way too young. So the minute he was outside of the house, he felt yeah, like he was he
1: had... like the more mature one because Charlie's right. a fuck up, Charlie's, right? Like yeah. Charlie being the fuck up and then having to take control of the family. Yeah, like Bailey did do a lot of work. Well, that's the
0: half of the rant. Is that his rant goes on and on about how Charlie, how could you yeah. like throw this in my face? I'm the responsible one. I can't have a minute to like, like you know. Goof off. He's like, I take a minute to have like a you know a break from being the responsible one, and I'm I'm labeled an alcoholic. But that's the problem is I think it's something that a lot of kids get into, regardless of their trauma growing up, is when you get to college, and you're away from home. No one's you know uh, watching you, and your responsibilities are just kind of out the window. So some people just don't know how to self censor or self moderate, and he does not have that ability. Apparently, he's good at controlling others. He's less so at controlling himself.
1: It's actually a good read of the character, given other things, too, so... Right.
0: But what's ironic nice is... Laura. Thanks. Uh, it's the whiskey. Uh, but so... Uh, <laughs> what's ironic to me is that they could probably have turned around and done the exact same thing to Charlie at some point in the earlier season, based on the descriptions I read. Not that he was instantly an alcoholic, but he had definitely, like, problems. Like, he had like a series, a series of Honestly, cheating. Probably
1: go to rehab for sex addiction. Exactly. So I mean, I yeah, think this was like nowadays. That's what would happen to the. Character. That's a huge factor in the way
0: that Bailey kind of presents his argument against all this is that you you, you dare to intervene when I've gone quote unquote too far when I like shut my mouth when you were being a complete fuck up most of my childhood and I was taking care of the younger kids including a child a baby like a newborn. What are you talking about? How dare you? Like he's he feels betrayed in a way that's not just that they're they're intervening and they, they lied to him and they manipulated him all that stuff. I think he feels like if I didn't do this to you, why are you turning around and doing it back to me? But the problem is that like he's comparing apples to oranges. Like a sex addiction, whether or not you know Charlie had that or his he was like a pathological cheater, whatever. But this is you
1: like <laughs> Charlie does not grow out of his terribleness. Oh, he doesn't. Well, Charlie I don't does know. Not grow out of his hey. terribleness. You said was like it's in the past. It's not in the it's past. It's a
0: character played by Matthew Fox. I, I always assumed yeah, he was does. a piece Ugh. of shit. <laughs> does he break he up could. with Cam? Of course he does. Or Cam breaks up with him, fingers crossed. That's what I was hoping for. <laughs> Cam, Cam, like, I mean, like, he still has a, so Clark many
2: other Lettingo.
1: women
2: to fuck. Oh, yeah, I was thinking, like, uh, it's just like everyone was so annoying, so, and they were all being so dramatic, and then when they were telling Charlie that he was being too dramatic and annoying, I was like,
0: I don't know. Well, the thing is, the the struggle, <laughs> Allie, I get what you're saying, no, the struggle here is we're supposed to be on the same side as Matthew Fox, and that just feels wrong, no matter what's going on. It does, on. it
2: feels so wrong.
1: It <laughs> I really, really does. does. I him back. from the beginning. No lie, because that's why my notes originally same side as Nev Campbell and ignore Matthew
0: Fox exactly. Yeah, or Cam. But Nev Campbell didn't have like a very central
2: part of it. I feel like she was backgrounded.
0: Yeah, she was more just like the the you know she
2: like supported everyone but wasn't really a leader in
0: it. (laughs) most of my notes whenever it's just her and maddie fox talking i'm just like girl no no what are you doing wasting your time here use this as a work study and get the hell out of the house Mm -hmm. but anyway so she she um she apologizes to him sarah wants to leave because sarah has just been called out in front of everybody things get even worse though because i think she does leave for a while right i think she does eventually walk out but what's crazy to me it's funny sarah uh, it's Jennifer Love Hewitt, and I should say I, I realize now that we don't actually get a, a you know a, a, a call out of Claudia directly, but he does say Claudia is the one that told me about you cheating, so I think he does throw her under the bus at one point because he just tells Matthew Fox that Claudia has basically been gossiping behind your back about the fact that you're also a dirty cheater, <laughs> so I think like he doesn't say anything directly about how terrible you are, Claudia, but he he also moves to say something more, and then she looks at him and he's just like. You know, got it. Because what are you going to do? I mean, that's the thing about Lacey Chabert. Whether you like her or not, when she looks at you with the puppy dog eyes, you're not going to be like, you're a monster. It's like, no. What are you going to say?
1: Because Allie's got some.
0: You got some Lacey
1: Chabert feels. Allie's just Allie, so. She was was trying to be Team Bailey just to not be Team Matthew Fox.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a natural inclement. Come on, let's be real. But so, they, um,. They get, they get even more heated when that happens because, I mean, obviously, Jennifer Love Hewitt's not really feeling the idea of being thrown on the bus oh. in front of the whole family when she's not even a family yeah. member. And she oh, By the way,
1: Charlie asked the question, does, like, me, me cheating be, make, say something, like, bad about me? I'm like, yes. Yes! You're a compulsive yes! liar. Like, and then why? It says well, many but, bad things about What you.
0: frustrates me there is that Matt Cam doesn't actually just say, hell yes. Instead, she just goes like, ah, yeah. And I'm like, no. If you're capable of, like... Like, why doesn't she though? break up with him? Right. This should be the the, the beginning of the end of the relationship, really, because now maybe she didn't know about it as much as she knows knows about it now. But the fact that she's not able to tell him that, and she's also in the meantime like running an intervention, is like okay, you're lying to yourself now, right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest here, because yeah. you certainly you certainly must yeah. recognize that as it a red makes flag. Me
2: turn on her.
0: Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> oh, a huge yeah. red flag. You just kept
1: turning on. Her. <laughs> Because
0: they were being dumb. I picture Allie with, like, a checklist of all the characters, and then when they, they finally turn on her, she just hits check, and you got, like, halfway down the list. I and
2: didn't at the end, like you're just, list. like, Nev
0: Campbell over everything. Um, but, yeah,
1: but, so... I, but you became Team Bailey just because you were so anti-everyone else. A little bit. Oh, Not geez.
2: really. I'm mostly Team Anti ever-watching this show
0: again.
1: Watch <laughs> Allie. You have to watch it. It's so new. Are you sure? I'm, you could try positive. the pilot.
0: I think you'd probably like the pilot. I didn't watch it, but I, from the way I was reading things, it seems also, like we're like, right up going to like just look alley. at that list of like supporting cast. Honestly. Oh my god! Just the fact that there was a Tim Decay as a recurring person for a little while. Adam crazy. Scott. Yeah. Oh there's yeah. A lot of good people on here. But um. Anyway, so so oh it gets god. really right. it. Get... Lauren Ambrose. Oh, you want to go on the list? Joanna Garcia? Maggie yeah. <laughs> It's, it's crazy. It's,
1: it's a good list. It's a
0: good Maggie list of Logan, people. Yeah.
1: Mm. Ronometri?
2: I don't know, but it's just like, wouldn't I rather, like, catch up on the Americans?
0: You <laughs> can do two things. Oh, Jesus. But yeah, so... Know, there's
2: so many people versus OJ. Oh, Jesus.
1: But so, so things escalate. in general? <laughs> God. I think you know what's gonna happen in People vs. O.J. I saw earlier yeah, that someone was mad that, that they got spoiled for that
0: show. I was like, you need to calm down. <laughs> like, Either that's a joke or it's, it's ridiculous because who the hell doesn't know that he was innocent. Um, a but lot so, of very stupid people, Mora. It's ridiculous. But, um, so... Things escalate to a point where... They have to call someone else because these are a bunch of people who are pretending to be adults. They need to call an actual. adult Oh yeah,
2: why didn't that guy? Why wasn't he involved from the beginning?
1: Well, that no, also- he Allie. doesn't live like in San Francisco anymore. He had to travel there. But
2: it's a serious intervention that they claimed that someone was dying to get them there. For right. it the not important? And they couldn't wait fifteen in.
0: minutes. Like he gets there fifteen minutes late. He's like, sorry, I had a hard time getting there from the airport. I'm like why wouldn't they wait for this dude to get there before they call him? Like, it was crazy to me that they, it was just obviously for dramatic effect, but like, it was just so irresponsible to like start Maybe this He was supposed to
1: be there. on time.
0: Well, the problem is once he shows up and they realize he's there, they're all like, thank God Joe's here. So Joe, I, I read, which is why you'll know more about was a friend of the, of the Salingers, which was the two parents that died. And he helped like partially raise the bunch of them. Yeah, and, and he, like, he's helped... now owner of the bar, but he doesn't live there anymore. So I guess he stopped doing that eventually. Yeah,
1: he, he like he co founded the the restaurant with uh, their dad. Yeah, he retired basically, and now Charlie Charlie took over. Oh which... yeah, that was left yeah, in very he capable hands. When their and now so... you Oh Jesus! No 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 he no.
0: He, he stayed for around for a while, but then eventually retired. So, yeah, he kind of still. He pulled eventually a Giles. Like, Let me I'm going to keep referencing you, Buffy because yeah. that's where I pull most of my references from. He's pulled a Giles in season six. <laughs> like, what are you leaving for? You're needed most of all right now. <laughs> Get back to yeah, your
1: ass. But, and yeah. Of course, Charlie, being the mature adult, had to, like, ask Bailey for money to, like, help him run this place he shouldn't be running in the first place. <sighs> it's stupid. Oh, my sell God. It. That's
2: insane. That's what happened?
1: Yeah. They should just yeah. sell the sell the sell the
0: that's restaurant. That's why
1: that's why uh, Bailey couldn't go to like a real school. Basically, it's what? stupid. It's so stupid. Charlie's a piece of shit. He is.
0: He's but a so... bad character. It,
2: yeah. Everyone <laughs> sucks. Let's reiterate it that, is. guys.
0: But um, so they. There I never no, liked Julia. Oh, yeah, I bet yeah, that, she,
2: that she
0: seems like was very Meredith Gray. Yeah, but so when Joe shows up, I guess Bailey goes into a full-on like panic attack or something. Freaks out, punches the glass in a door, and then well, because he's about he's trying to punch Charlie. Yeah, but he, uh, Charlie like ducks. He punches the door. I I don't have exactly what the face is, but I have in my notes the face at fifteen minutes is insane. So I'm gonna leave a, a screen cap of that. I think uh, Scott Wolf makes a crazy like delusional face that's like real creepy at that moment. Um, but so, anyway, so he makes a weird weird face. They're all like Jesus, what just happened? And then while he's like wrapping his hand, like barely anything is like calmed down. Joe's like, I'm here because your dad was an alcoholic. And everyone's like, <gasps> That's kind of the reaction. Everyone. everyone <laughs> say it like, that, like but... But... Yes. Being exactly.
2: an alcoholic isn't that
0: horrible. Like, I didn't
2: understand what. what like, well, it's oh can my run. god. It's
0: terrible to someone's someone's life. That you're an alcoholic. <laughs> like, She's a functional no. alcoholic, Latoya. Come on. <laughs> Give her that. Shh. Yeah, I'm very much. But so, um, <laughs>
2: he, it's, I mean, but it's that it doesn't like rock your entire. It's just, like they obviously did a good job raising them before. It doesn't really like change anything.
0: Well, I don't know. I, I, he, Especially he, if he was sober the whole time. Right, it's it's pretty. Dumb. Come on, it's pretty dumb. But of course, everyone's gonna. They're all gonna throw in the whole, like, you know, it's nature versus nurture thing, so he's feeling like it's the one thing he he inherited from his parents' DNA, which is insane, but we'll get to that in a minute. But so, Joe shows up, basically walks in the door and says, your father was an alcoholic, and everyone just drops what they're doing, and they're like, what? And then, um, Charlie... All, everyone freaks out, which I, I guess is kind of understandable, but I'm like, everyone should probably try and take a moment here and be, like, rational, because we already have Bailey, like, up a wall. You have to try and be the adults in the room and actually take this in. This. But they also kind of freak out at Joe, and they're like, Joe, shut your lying mouth. I'm like, he's a grown man who spent most of his life with their parents. They He knew them a lot more than you, did. you Why would he lie? Why would he lie? They actually call him a liar at one point. I'm like... Uh, I don't understand. <laughs> like these children are monsters. I was, I was furious.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad.
0: They Charlie... all suck so bad. And Charlie was alive during some of this. So he should definitely yeah, remember. Charlie he... should have had memories. And it makes me so mad because he starts to describe things, and Charlie's like, "Yeah, I couldn't." And he like starts to name all these really obvious, like you know, like red flags that your father was an alcoholic. Like you I'll, could never I'll name freak a few. All of <laughs> I'll name a few. He owned a bar and never drank. Um, there's a couple times he remembers driving to work in the backseat with his father is if
2: Sam Malone is any indication of great... True, true. ...example
0: of being an alcoholic. But there's other memories he has of driving to work with his dad in the backseat, cracking uncomfortable jokes while his mother stonily-faced drove him to work the next morning. Because he'd left his car at work or something like that. Like, crazy stuff like that. It's like, hmm... I wonder what that means. Like, Charlie, mean. did you just think your mom was a bitch or something? <laughs> I, I think so. I, mean, I Actually, it's, like, darkly, almost, like, links up to the whole, like, Charlie doesn't have a, a good, like, handle on how to deal with women. Like, you know, on a regular basis, he's, like, got kind of a revolving door of women. It's because he doesn't really respect women, because everybody he knew growing up, like, his mom was, to him, like, this cold, like, monster. But really, she was trying to... But the, what's so confusing is they have this whole, like, version of his mom where she was, like, cold to his dad. But then, like, he was sober for, like, years up until the more recent times. So, like, and they were obviously a happily married couple. So, I'm like, you never spoke to your parents? Like, he was a 24-year-old when they died. You've never had a conversation about, like, the... I can understand the kids, and there's a point later on where, uh... True, was very self-involved, also. <laughs> of, well, yeah, but even the other ones were, like, 16. Like, your parents would never have brought that up with you before? Like, I think it's kind of ridiculous. If you're... If you're sober for that long, you should probably have been able to put the pieces together by at least, like, 13 or 14. Claudia is like, a genius. Like, you think she can't
1: figure out that someone's an alcoholic? It's stupid. But, so... Well, yeah, is a genius, but she wasn't around to notice that, really. She wasn't thinking about it. She was playing her violin. Yeah, but she was... St- I don't know. Anyway, so... Yeah, I mean, and, yeah, uh, Charlie was <clears> off... Uh, as, as the Wikipedia says, he was off finding himself anyway. That's why him. he dropped out of college. <sighs> to find himself. But, so...
0: There's a point where Joe says later on, though—I mean, I'm jumping a little bit ahead, but it's about the same subject—where he says, like, well, you guys are getting to the point where they would have told you anyway. He says that to Claudia. I'm like, so if, they're, if, she's, if he's saying you're at the point where you would have found out anyway, what's the excuse for every other sibling in this family? <laughs> because none of them know. They should have also been told. It was so frustrating. I guess— I doubt they could have kept it a secret, though. Exactly. Like, if you own a bar, it has to come up at some point. Like, it's too specific to be like, hmm— Either you're like super religious, yeah, but he or can like
2: talk about how he's an alcoholic all the
0: time. I mean, it's part of his job to be around alcohol. I can understand why you have to explain why he's not drinking. Like, it's just certainly yeah. a huge, I especially given if
1: there was pressure to say.
0: <laughs> I haven't given into peer pressure for forty-five years. Yes,
1: <laughs> like Fear that's ridiculous. to me.
0: <laughs> so, so terrible. <laughs> But that would have made more sense if they were, like, also religious. But they didn't imply it with any kind of, like, conservatism. It was just, basically, I was an alcoholic and now I'm sober. And I guess the mom didn't drink as much to respect that or something. I don't know. But it's certainly the kind of thing they should have figured out before the point. And guess what? Alright, fine. The parents didn't tell them. Joe, why the goddamn hell are you not telling them until just now? Like, you've waited far too long to wait and tell them. Because this kid is now spiraling out of control. He should have sat them down, told them a little bit about their life... And honestly, even though I don't think that I think the whole cop-out of, like, I, I inherited this from my father is is a little bit ridiculous, I think... I
1: mean, he's not exactly being the most, like, level-headed person right now. More. No, I know. I know but that part. I think
2: part. that everyone immediately is like, yep, that's what happened.
0: But also, like, okay, fine, maybe that is a factor. But honestly, if your parents die when you're relatively young like that and you aren't told that kind of information, you should totally have some kind of a medical history of your parents, because God knows what if they have other conditions. Obviously, it was a freak accident that killed them, but like you need to know if, like, you know, you have like a, a history of like, you know, cancer in on one side of your family. Or, right? you know, those are things that people want to know before they have kids with someone. God knows you want to know about your own self before the age of like 22, but these kids are all just like, whatever. <laughs> Once the parents died, they like they wrote the check for the bar and they were just like, whatever. We'll never deal with our parents' memory ever again because they don't seem to have any like. They didn't, like, research what happened to their parents before they died at all, apparently. It was, like, life before and after, that's it. Like, they didn't have any kind of... Like, to me, the first thing you do is sit down with Joe and, like, tell Joe, tell me everything about my parents. And one of the things that would have come up is, oh, yeah, they were an alcoholic. The father was an alcoholic. So you,
1: you want the show to be more depressing is what you're yes!
0: saying. <laughs> Absolutely! <laughs> I mean, come on, that's what... That's the thing about Everwood. Whether you like Everwood or not, I respected Everybody's Everwood. like ba- barely, like, depressing Oh, the party of five, that father obviously. told, their father that father told him everything about his dead mother. I was all about it. Like, I wanted that every I day. I wonder why, actually, no, no one wondered why everyone was, like, fucked up. Yeah, exactly. But, like, at least he's got all, like, his, the problem is, if I, it, so, it sounds terrible to tell a kid that. Like, it's it's a pretty dark thing to have to, like, tell it a It is kid. terrible to tell a
1: kid But that. it's worse
0: for him to have him find out on his own like this, because then it just makes things even more i think that the reason why he's reacting so poorly is partly because it was also another lie that he was been you know withheld it's like a, it's a white lie where no one told him and now he feels also betrayed by his dead parents i mean claudia even feels betrayed by her parents i'm like you were a 12 year old what do you want them to sit down and say i'm an alcoholic i understand not doing that until they're older but like the older siblings should, sure, should certainly have known just from like Matthew Fox, okay, fine, he's off finding himself, but you're telling me he's, he, on his 21st birthday, or, or after that point, his parents never offered to buy him a beer, and he said, do you want me to buy you one? And they never explained, like, there are so many things here that should have tripped up the fact that he realized they were, I mean, that, it's inexcusable that Charlie does not know, the rest of them, whatever, but Charlie should definitely have known. It's ridiculous that he did Charlie
1: it. is the same person who allows uh, Julia to later move in with her abusive boyfriend despite everyone else saying, no, don't let her do that. Well, he's a, he's a scumbag. I get it.
0: But that's what's Charlie so frustrating. Is but, like, Joe's supposed to be this, like, sweet older man. Like, why wouldn't he say something at some point to Julia? Why wouldn't
2: Joe stay and help them run the bar <laughs> right? so they don't have to give he their did, He did,
0: and he has moved, like, recently. Again, this reeks of Giles. I, I have no interest in it he had to come right back again because it's you need like that kind
2: that Charlie allow Bailey to give up his whole savings when he's like he trying just, to go to college.
1: Just, Charlie's a piece of shit. Yeah, clearly. That's what's like, what really come to the conclusion. But like,
2: why be complicit in what a piece of shit Charlie Be like, no, I'm not selling you this bar because you're using your little brother's savings when he's trying to go to college didn't with.
1: know that. How does he not know that he's like he the dad? He's they like need to dad. have better
0: communication on this show. <laughs> I think, is very
1: much, it's not like their dad. The well, thing is I'm like, sorry, I'll tell you, I'm
0: going based off the Wikipedia, which describes him as their surrogate father.
1: <laughs> so it's
0: just like, I, I was taking that as like as gospel. So I'm probably wrong.
1: But, okay. um. Remember, the show has to maximize their orphanness, so he can't, right. he can't, really, he can't be really be that like, good yeah. of a father.
0: I get that. And I also, I understand that, like, you don't need him. But, I mean, I just, uh, to me, again, like, I'd want to know the kind of medical stuff that was going on in my history, because I'm not going to be able to find it out, you know, else. I mean, that has to be on record somewhere that he didn't drink or he had a prior addiction. Like, that's a huge thing. Like, you don't know what. If you have an addictive personality, you need back, to know. Back that. in
1: the 90s, and they, like, I right think on, so. on the mix
0: <laughs> Oh, like, they didn't, oh, like, after this episode aired, they didn't have some, one of the cast members say, like, call this number for help, like, please, (laughs) like, they absolutely did that, please, but, um, so, they had some kind of an outreach, but regardless of that, Joe shows up, throws everyone for a loop, not everybody's mad, not even just Bailey, everyone's, like, pissed at Joe, pissed at their parents, pissed at each other, everything sucks, uh, they, they call him a liar for a while, and then, um, Claudia- they don't realize she's there. Well, Joe doesn't realize she's there when he says it. And they all act like he just told everybody he murdered their parents like he was the drunk driver. But Claudia, like, reacts like, oh, and I'm like, she's certainly old enough to find that out. Like, what's, what's the harm here? She knows her parents a little bit better. Okay. She realizes that people are human beings and make mistakes in their life. Like, it's not a bad thing to find out that someone's an alcoholic. It's a good thing. That means you can treat them p- better.
2: Especially because he was sober for so long, he like really it's was. not a big deal well, yes. if you've been so okay. like the be, having been an alcoholic is not a big deal if you've been sober for that
1: long. You
0: they say, like 30 right. years.
1: but immediate reaction, especially from a child, it's not going to be that rational. No, oh, I completely understand why she freaks out, but they all they all act why like Joe? How, you how out could so much? But Joe, they're like Joe, how could you say that to her? And I'm
0: like, <laughs> I'm like, calm down. First of all, he didn't see her there. It's not like it was his fault. But secondly, there are worse things for her to find out about her parents. I'm sure there are bigger flaws of her father or mother that they don't know about. But being an <laughs> alcoholic is just—I mean, I don't know—it's not the end of the world. I, I think it's actually kind of sad because it actually makes it a bigger stigma the way they react to this than it really should be, and that's what I think my biggest problem is with it. You should treat it as the mental illness that it is, not you know this this. Especially oh my god!
1: That she was sober first so Also long. in 2016, right. instead of like the. The aughts and the 90s, though. I think the trouble is, is they're tr- they're they're so
0: transfixed on what's going on with Bailey, they're applying it to their father. But really, they should be looking at their father as a success story because he was, like you said, Allie, a successfully sober alcoholic for 30 years or whatever it was. Maybe not 30 years, but like yeah. 15 years or Thank whatever the case may yeah. be. So, I, I think it's just sad, because I think they're- I mean, but they're all children still, even if they're all 24 and younger. It's a pretty young age to find that out. So, I get them reacting They're all partially. more mature than Charlie, at least. Exactly. I mean, but he should totally have been able to be adjusted by now. Like, the 24 is way too old to, to react this poorly. He also reacts really poorly, even though when time comes, he starts remembering all these really vivid, like, oh yeah, he was definitely an alcoholic memory. So, <laughs> I was like, bro, you need to, like, sit down with your thoughts for a minute and really get them together, because you should have figured this, this out years ago. Help about
1: no. the repression. you yeah, pressing exactly. repressing a lot of things. You really they should. I work. hope they're seeing a therapist, are they? They are know. not.
0: <laughs> wait, whoa, 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 whoa. We just got to this do, now, do now in the episode. A wait a minute. Wait a
1: minute. Wait,
0: wait, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> I can't believe we got this far into the episode and you just. <laughs> You're telling me that five children were orphaned at the ages of 24 to 2 and none <laughs> of absurd but like
2: what
0: makes sense in this show uh, i mean well, i guess you, you could say
1: these people were seeing a therapist all this time
0: i mean there'd be it, again i brought up earlier before the podcast is it's in treatment i mean that's there's certainly a show that's there or the sopranos like there are episodes of shows that are fantastic because they involve a therapist monk <laughs> <laughs> shut up about fucking Monk. <laughs> But like regardless of that though, I'm just saying, like, the therapy aspect of it is could totally be used as a tool. Did they never bring in a therapist? I don't
1: remember. Besides okay. Grace's social worker who was actually That's insane like, that was the biggest and therapist why in the entire world. Of
0: everybody, why wouldn't Grace recommend a therapist? My god. I mean that's insane. What a terribly like honestly, I hope to god there's no doctors that cross their paths because I at that point I think that they were all just, you know, Blindsided to the Hippocratic Oath because these people need help. I mean, and
1: like, again, well, Julia eventually goes to the therapist, but the like, gun. it's for her abusive relationship she has later in the series. I mean, that's so terrible for on its own. Everything but at else, least someone but... seeing
0: some kind of professional help, like that's crazy to me. That that's that's
1: a huge trauma. To not It's anymore. actually and it's terrible too because it's like they do it. Her and her abusive boyfriend do it as like couples therapy, Ooh, so geez. not helping anything. But see, the problem partly is what I
0: said before is there's a huge lack of communication, and not 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 in the sense where it's like. You're not telling me you're real friends. I mean, like, these people are not even just, you know, having a proper conversation. Like, not realizing your parents are alcoholics is partly because you're not talking to anybody about your parents, and that's what you need to be doing right now. Because <laughs> I bet you he would have figured that out, like, second session. <laughs> like, come
1: on. But anyway. I, I, I don't, I I don't do. know if it would be just, like, that. I, <laughs> I think it would <laughs> be. Did your dad ever drink anything at his restaurant slash bar?
0: No, but I can totally see, like, did you have a strange relationship with your father? Yes. Why? Well, I don't know. He was a little uptight growing up. Why? Because I partied too hard and I wanted to find myself. Well, what, did he not party? No, he never drank. He never did anything. Why didn't he drink? Well, he he used to drink. And they're like, well, when did he drink? Well, when I was younger, I think, but he stopped.
1: <laughs> For a long time! Even though we owned a bar! <laughs> and then a restaurant
0: like this! Alright, guys, look at me. I'm not even a licensed therapist. That took, like, less than two minutes. Okay?
1: he you directed yourself <laughs> I mean, Jesus you Christ. You really did, Cora. You took yourself there. Of course you ended up there. Yeah. I know, but still. Like, come on. Anybody I mean, a... I guess... Okay, I that's mean, better than... a therapy degree... Would I would say better go... than when you had to come up with the excuses for the Bailey right. call. That was yeah. than
0: that. I only say that because I think anybody with a therapy degree is looking for trauma of someone who's coming to them. Not always, but oh like I think. No, no, they're no. I think. If, if, no, if you're coming, if you're coming from a place of hurt that you had to talk to a therapist, usually there's something there that's upsetting you, and they're gonna try and look for what the behind the scenes reason for it is, and that's probably on a list of five things, you know, addiction or pain or loss of a parent or. Oh, right there. And he clearly has huge issues where he's like cheating on his like love of his life the day after the wedding or whatever. So like to me, it's a kind of thing they would easily track back to at least like, well, it probably has something to do with your parents dying suddenly at the age of twenty-four and leaving you with the responsibility of five children or four children. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, so he
1: got himself as a child.
0: Well, we parents
2: should. were fucking so irregularly, but dumbly. What yeah. the fuck? It's stupid.
1: Wait, <laughs> what did you just say, Allie?
2: <laughs> just... Their parents were fucking so irregularly, but so what? dumbly. Because, <laughs> like, no way we're most I of
0: feel us like we're no closer years. to an answer to what you just said. <laughs> I think I repeated think <laughs> yeah. the same
2: thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you? I mean, because, like, Matthew Fox is 24, and then right.
0: Owen is 2. Oh, yeah. I get what you're saying. And now. Then... Okay.
1: <laughs> I thought you were describing them and yeah, then you, there's just, like, stopped the adjective. Yeah, there's, like, an eight-year disparity between uh, Charlie and Bailey, and then one year between Bailey and, Bailey Julia, and Julia, then four yeah, like years those, between Julia those and, and, two were and Claudia, were those, were then those ten 10 years be years like... between Claudia and Owen.
2: <laughs> I, I mean, feel like Bailey and Julia were the only two that were planned. Probably.
1: Right?
0: <laughs> but... I mean, on a dark note, is that, like, when he fell off the leg and he died? <laughs> I mean, realistically, it could totally have happened. Get help, guys. I'm sorry. All right. So, <laughs> so getting back to things, he Joe, like, throws everyone for a loop. It goes nuts. And then, I mean, Claudia, the, th- the reason why I think it's really important that Claudia found this out is that after go- Joe goes to talk to her about it, he, he does even say, I should have told them before this. Like, he kind of says, like, I should have told you before I didn't realize it was going to be this bad. And she's like, I should know this, right? And I'm like, of course you should know this. And then she's like, it's. and then she starts crying. And she says, it's not small. It's everything. It changes everything. I thought I knew him. I was like, I mean, I mean, it changes a little bit, but it doesn't change him completely. You knew him as a sober person. What's different? Nothing, like, they're, again, there's this a yeah. stigma thing where they're acting like he was a whole, like, it's basically like finding out your father was a werewolf. Like, if you want to look at it that or way. Or a murderer. Or a murderer, whatever, whatever the case was may gonna be. I going to go with a pedophile, so. So, <laughs> the, 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 the therapists of the world, figure out what that means about all three of us.
1: That's, like,
2: really reflective of personality.
0: I, <laughs> I love that you guys went with, like, violent crime, and I was, like, werewolf. But I went with a less disturbing uh, violent crime. That's why it was like a no holds barred. He's a pedophile. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Don't I know. we <laughs> with any of these things. Also, like really dark because he's got five kids. <laughs> oh Jesus! Well, you're saying yeah. that, that can't happen? <laughs> oh, of course it can. Uh, we've all seen capturing the. Freeman. No, I've never <laughs> seen a movie about any clown. <laughs> no. I said capturing the Freemans, That's what this is a dark movie. But
1: anyway, so I've not seen that. I don't. It's know It's a pretty
0: dark yet. movie. I'll I'll see if I can link to it. Otherwise, just avoid it. It's pretty dark. But anyway, so so she I'll never says. Never
2: watch a movie
0: about a clown. A <laughs> pedophile clowns, That's too much for you. Allie. <laughs> Just any clown. It's a documentary, too, so that's even more disturbing. But anyway, so it um she says it changes everything, which I don't necessarily agree with, but I understand what she's... She's young. She's upset. It's it's reasonable. And Joe tries to comfort her. Um, Jennifer Love Hewitt comes back, to Her
1: father wasn't as perfect as she as she thought.
0: She's a child. That's just, she's, I mean, that's understandable, too, because that's like growing up. I mean, anybody will find out that kind of information about the. You know, everybody's made mistakes. So, come on. We're all not. Everyone's parents die when you're, like, 11, so... It's terrible. I mean, she already's dealt with that. You think they have some experience with it, but I guess they're still pretty raw from it. So either way, Jennifer Love Hewitt comes back. She heard about it. I guess <laughs> someone's texting her, like, or I guess they don't text yet. <laughs> someone beeped her. <laughs> they're like SOS. God,
1: thanks, <laughs> Dad's an alcoholic. And, sure. like.
0: <laughs> and so she comes running back, and she's like, "I'm so sorry." She's like a heart to heart with um. Uh, I guess does she have a heart to heart with Bailey or with everybody else? Yeah. With everybody. Else. Bailey. Oh God. I forgot, because I was like, I don't want to visualize her having to waste her time with him. But, um, she has the answer to that I, question I from like, before.
1: I'm trying to imagine like, if there was a scene ever with her and Charlie, and I think uh, there was like what? and I'm like, why is this happening?
0: That sounds disgusting. But, um, so she, she has the heart-to-heart with them. She wants to get the answer to that question from earlier, which I guess is that whether or not you really love me. And then, um, he, he, this is the point where Belly goes, like, real. I mean, he's been off the rails for the whole episode. This is where, like, this is it where goes daily like fever basically
1: pitch.
0: tricks people. this is where like, okay, imagine someone's like, it's like the fight club moment where he realizes like, I'm gonna become a full-on villain or something where he's just been crazy, 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 crazy villain. like it's this it's is so a crazy dark
1: person of acceptance, basically exactly.
0: And so he's like, I'm a nutcase, I'm a nutcase. And so he 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 starts telling her, at least I know something about where my parents, you know, came from. Where everybody else got something and I never did. I'm like, well, first of all, that's BS because you could say you got the responsibility from them of raising everybody. Like, there's so many different that, things. That's BS, Mora. Come on. Now. Well, I mean, that's there's hereditary. other. Yeah. Mora, what you... <laughs> like, playing the violin is hereditary? Come on, that's stupid. No, oh, no,
2: I agree. I, but like it's all stupid.
0: It's all stupid. That's what I'm saying. Like you could have, if you're gonna pick playing you know, violin, less
2: stupid by being like I inherited <laughs> raising everybody.
0: <laughs> but the problem here is Come that they, they waste all this time like claiming that the problem is that he didn't get any of the other things from them. I mean, it, it's 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 frustrating because he throws out violin like that's like a part of the inheriting things from their parents. Anything else is just as arbitrary. He might as well pick something nicer than being an alcoholic. Like, that's a Actually, it's uh, a lot more severe. You said something that's better (laughs) than-
1: I've got blue eyes. Like, my dad had blue eyes. There you go. End of the
0: conversation. Either way, whatever. He says, I know what everybody else got from their mom and dad. Claudia plays the violin like them, I guess. They play the violin. Charlie and Julia look like them. And then this is what my father gave me. I'm an alcohol. I <laughs> just like like cries, and,
2: and uh, honestly, it's such yeah, it's, like, like there are so many ugly members of the family if their parents were hot.
0: <laughs> you can never Whoa. really tell <laughs> who are their parents. Do we know their parents? No. I mean, if
2: they look like Nev Campbell and Matthew, like I hate Matthew Fox, but he's obviously hot, and Nev Campbell's obviously fan, hot, I and the it. rest of the family is hideous. You think Scott
0: Wolf's hideous? Yeah. I don't what? love Scott Wolf. I actually I like him more than I like Matthew Fox. Though I don't like Matthew Fox at all. I might be I hate by the fact that Fox, Matthew Fox but he's so hot.
1: And I wouldn't say Lacey. You think Lacey Chabert is hideous as well? She She's young, a so I don't
2: know. She's
0: too yeah. young to sexually. Yeah. <laughs> I know jealous. that, but like she clearly She's a of a to a meat girl. Be She's, she aged well. She's I don't know. A crazy she has person. a weird. Doesn't
2: she have kind of a weird sized
0: head? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh my, oh my god! Oh my god!
2: Wait, I want to see how she aged. I didn't. I didn't look
1: into it. like <laughs> mean Girls, right?
0: Apparently, yeah. um, apparently, Carol O'Connor was one of their grandfathers too. So that makes even more like l- less sense that they wouldn't have known. Oh my god, was gonna she be looks exactly
2: on. like Jennifer
0: Love Hewitt. That's so yeah, weird. I, Do you yeah, not but... know who Lacey Chabert, know. Chabert is now? Or are you like just now finding out what Lacey Chabert looks like? Kind I'm amazed of. By I just that. didn't realize <laughs> what have seen right. Mean Girls, right?
2: Like... Yeah, I just didn't. Why would oh, I? No. I've never seen Party of Five.
1: I'm guessing Why you never I saw Not Another Teen movie where she, where she basically played Jennifer Love Hewitt in Not Another Teen movie?
2: No, I didn't see Not
1: Another Teen movie.
0: Oh my god, Ellie.
2: I don't watch fucking. Oh. <laughs> I re TV shows
0: that I like. Clearly. And by Chris. that you mean you rewatch Grey's Anatomy on repeat? No I, no, I
2: am currently re-watching Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and I've seen The Grinder three times since I started watching it. When is-
0: a- tell me what the last time you watched Grey's Anatomy was. If it's less than a month, then you re watching Grey's Anatomy. No, it's been over a year.
1: Oh, wow. Yes, been.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. That's actually a really big deal you. for you. I know, congratulations on a year of sobriety. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to look for who the Salingers' parents were played by, if they've ever been played on the show. I, I guess they probably. I think weren't.
1: there's like any, like maybe some flashbacks, but like they were, like they just died. But just That's all com- they were there Just for. a
0: comment, though. Owen, <laughs> the list of Owen Salingers is like six people. On. <laughs> it's insane. I guess because he kept. I mean, all know, babies are useless. He kept aging up immediately, and then just kept going the whole time. I think so. Anyway, so, um, so, anyway, so they, they have a conversation about it, um, Claudia, Claudia kind of, like, breaks down, then, um, <clears throat> Bailey explains that he's an alcoholic because his father was, he, uh, they, that's when we cut away to Charlie and first find out that he has, like, basically every memory of him as a child is, like, a puzzle. Yeah, that's when you we go things. explaining that his parents are alcoholics.
1: Yeah. Also, Bailey tells I Sarah, did. like, you don't have to help me, uh, you know, I think I finally, uh, I finally have it figured out. And his version of having it figured out. Oh, hopefully. <laughs> and um, he says, we love
0: you. Get help. We'll be here if you need help. Like, they kind of just cry about it. And he's just like, I'm my father's son. And of course you're right. And then Claudia freaks out. Because it's clear that he's in a place that's even darker than he started out the episode. And he's
1: resigned well, to what this happens now. happens is, is, like, because it does not get to that Yeah, It gets basically to... so. Bailey's like calm. The calmest he's been this entire episode, pretty much. Yeah, it's like
0: an eerie calm. Yeah, though. yeah. Yeah,
1: and so he he's good. And Charlie's going on about like getting him to AA groups and rehab. And then Bailey's like fronting, like he's actually listening and to their apologies and promises. And then like Julia tries to hug him and he pushes her away. And then it's like time to get real. It's like fuck all you. Oh shit. <laughs> I'm an alcoholic and that I'm it. done. Yeah, I'm good with it. It's
0: it's pretty dark. It's a pretty dark... Plus, okay, so, so he basically says, yes, I'm...
1: I, and then... He says, I'm turning into him. It's not my fault. It's his fault. So he's accepting it because, hey, right. okay, it's Dad's fault. And then Claudia Claudia goes like postal at this
0: point. She's like, Bailey, Like this is where she realizes like, oh, this is why we've been doing this is he's literally not going to even accept help when they've done this, of all things. And she's desperate. And she's like, Bailey, don't do this. Don't do this, Bailey, kind of thing. She freaks out. This is when I found out he was under 22, and I, like, lost my mind. But, um, he says to her, like, point blank in front of all his other siblings and surrogate father, whoever, father figure, he said, and ex-girlfriend, he says, I love you best. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, Jesus! that was so oh,
2: bad She says
0: she loves him best, so bad. too. She said, oh, I'm sorry, you're right, no, she says that to him. But I'm like, she's saying that in front of everybody else in that room. And then, he, I love that he leaves, because then she's stuck in a room where she just threw everybody else under the bus, and there's, like, crickets. But she's so little. I also noted, too, the sound design in this. I mentioned before the, the body episode of Buffy, which I don't mean to keep bringing it up, but I say that because I noted, I actually went back and re-listened, because I'm like, am I hearing things? You can literally hear crickets. Like, that's that was on purpose, I'm sure, is that not only was there no music through most of the episode, you hear crickets when he leaves, because it's genuinely that silent. Do like any very special
2: episodes have music? I don't know.
0: I mean, I imagine this is the kind of episode of a show where putting music in will kind of cheapen it, so I can I think see just why. in general, like,
2: any very special episode on TV, even. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, to a degree. It certainly, like, adds a lot of... I'll, I'll, maybe, make, I'll maybe link to a list of, of shows that do that, but I know of a couple that have done that, and it's very moving. So whether you like it or not, it certainly adds a lot to the score being that silent. Or if they withhold music until one moment... Sometimes they'll use, like, even, like, a, a diegetic part where it was just, like, music in the background and then everything else is completely plain. But it's, it's really, it's a little bit, it's a little bit disturbing because it almost, like, in that moment you want to hear a score because it feels like it's an episode of TV. This feels like it's real life and you're like, oh my god, he just walked out. Everyone just, like, stands around, like, did he just, because he, like, walks out, slams the door, and that's the end of the episode. It cut to cut the black credits. And the music is super cheery. And it's like, da 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 I was like, what do you want? What just happened? It was so abrupt. And, uh, so, anyway, so, what's- I also want to bring up- That's the only episode. I don't know if you have any other wrap-up thoughts. I have this hilarious thing I noticed where, in the Wikipedia character descriptions for each character, every single one of them, or practically all of them, have a version of, and must deal with becoming an orphan. <laughs> for every Salinger. So, I'll go down the list. It's like, I think, like, Charlie is like- Firstborn sibling struggles his own life, fucking blah, 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 and has to deal with being the, the, an orphan. And then everyone else, second sibling who's forced to grow up fast and deal with life as his parents' death has happened. And then entirely intelligent has to deal with being an orphan and Justin to be an orphan. I'm like, what? Once is enough. We could just say they're all orphans. We don't need to go through each one and use that as a description of what their life is like, because I'm assuming that if you watch the show, you're going to figure that out pretty fast. I imagine that's a huge factor in pretty much every episode is that they're orphans. Like, because even, like, everyone I mentioned before, that becomes less of a a big deal, but it's certainly a huge factor in a lot of the show. So, I mean, it depends on the person watching, but it's, I don't know, it's the kind of thing where I can understand why it'd be a hard time to take the show seriously if you didn't know there was orphans involved. Also, Mitra played a character called Holly Marie Begins, which I thought was insane. Yes. I don't even know how a person can be named Holly Marie begins. And Bailey was always <laughs> never, like, It was never Holly, it was always Holly Marie. I mean, only Holly Marie Combs can pull that off. What are you doing? And um, there was, she was a, an English pre-med student who became Bailey's girlfriend, I guess, at some point. So. Do you guys have any other notes we didn't go over? <laughs>
1: we certainly... I just hated it. I-, <laughs> I just hated it. <laughs> <Holly>. <laughs> I love it. And this is where I say the reason I chose this episode is not because it's yes. terrible, because this is, I, I would say you guys are wrong about it being a bad episode. And considering every time Mora had the, like, they should have done this, it was actually much worse. I don't think she made a good convincing argument that it was terrible. Uh, I mean, I just probably, didn't enjoy it. But, this is peak Party of Five melodramatic flair is what I originally, like, that's why I chose it.
0: I bet if I watched this when it came on the air, I would probably love it. I will totally give you that.
1: Well, this watch it with the context. I'm not saying, like, watch. I didn't watch it when it came on the air. I only started watching it to, like, hate, hate watch Matthew Fox. And, like, because of how, like, depressing it is, like, I, like, I've always laughed. I blog how upset I was. But, like, in retrospect, it's, like, it's a very, like, it's a good formative show. And it you wouldn't be having me, like raise anatomy if not
0: for a show like Part of Your Cloth. Oh, for sure. I mean, a lot of shows are probably very similar to this, that, that pull from this. I, mean,
1: I can't yeah. throw out a bunch of things. Shonda watched I, I definitely... my so-called Life and Felicity. <laughs> and Party of Five was also in that type of show, just so you know. Something you'll, a uh, fun fact you'll enjoy about Party of Five, the co-creator of the show, she did uh, eventually write for In Treatment, so. Hmm. There well, you go. I, I mentioned
0: that before. I think I was probably dead on then, so I'm proud of that. But anyway, so I that... I'm, just, I'm giving you one kudo. <laughs> Thank you. I will take the one kudo and live the rest of my life with it. Um, okay, so any of the wrap up flaws, so we can get the plugs.
1: Yeah, this was not a bad episode of television. We've watched bad episodes of television. We watched Romeo. <laughs> and yeah, this is fortunate way better. let to defend how it was a bad episode of television, and Allie just said she hated it, <laughs> and she takes Lacey Shepard's idiotic apparently.
0: That's the. I don't think part she's pretty. Oh,
1: geez. oh geez. I don't think she's ugly, <laughs> but I don't think she, she's you, pretty. The word you used was hideous. That is the word that you used <laughs> for her and Scott and Scott Wolf. No, I didn't. I think Scott Wolf is hideous. I,
0: it's I a think, good thing we're not recording this because are... we'll never know.
2: Okay, I believe you that I said hideous, but I feel mean because she's a kid.
1: She's not a kid anymore. We're she's talking older than you, we're in okay. the context of, like, adulthood, okay? We're not, like, judging okay. a child's looks. I think
2: that she was ugly when I watched Mean Girls the first time, and I was like, I don't understand why people think she's pretty. Well,
0: I mean, she's, she's not your cup of tea then, <laughs> but she's definitely not not a no. hideous person, I don't think. By any stretch of the imagination but she's 33 no, now don't I, don't think think that it's she's a, I don't think it's hitting. wrong to say whether or not you think she's pretty it's not like you're judging a 12 year old that'd be a little bit different
2: <laughs> I do just think that if Nev Campbell and Matthew Fox are the people that look like the parents that everyone who's not Nev Campbell and Matthew Fox got oh.
1: here let me show you this great screen cap of Matthew Fox from the pilot is he hideous well, I mean it is, is from of the Fox, majority of them, f- definitely hideous is. but you know this is the hair he chose to have Jeez. For
0: that first season. Oh, my God. You're not doing a good job of convincing Allie to watch this. That's he right. looks
2: like Kenny Logan
1: <laughs> Like Kenny Loggin? That's Kenny Loggin's <laughs> hair. a good job of making me think he was attractive. So. Oh, jeez. Alright, alright. So, let's get the plugs. Uh, I also <laughs> like to go? plug the arc where, uh, Julia becomes a lesbian and she turns down Adam Scott.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Poor Adam Scott.
1: <laughs> alright, um, so what's up with you, Latoya. Uh, I guess by now you could probably read my uh, latest one season piece for AV Club for uh, a show we've actually done for this podcast John Doe. An excellent, so, excellent
0: show. Great episode of this show too. Go back and listen to it. It's amazing. A, a classic Televoid episode that's was so our John Doe episode. That's so I, That's one of the most delightful things I've ever watched for this this podcast. It was fantastic. Start to finish. I actually really want to watch another I, episode I, of that show. Even though they're probably never going to be You really good, should. But... That's That was peak John Doe, and also we chose it at random,
1: so it's, it's really a beautiful moment for everybody. You think it's not, it's like, that's going to be peak and there's nothing else that's going to like top that, and then just, you just keep watching the other episodes oh, I'm are sure like, oh, oh wow, beautiful. John Doe, you're such a piece of shit. I love Gorgeous. it. All right. <laughs> he never okay. stopped being a piece of shit. And of course, follow me on Twitter at LaFergs.
0: Awesome. And what's up with you, Allie? Um, you know,
2: I guess watch Neighbors. when it comes out I made some of the sorority posters Dig um watch crazy (laughs) ex-girlfriend I loved it I didn't do anything on it but I just love it um and the grinder is also on the bubble and I would like that to get picked up it's really good um it's so good, and then also follow me on Twitter at Monroe Alley. That's all I actually care about. Forget all the other things
1: I just said. <laughs> don't forget all the other things. Support the other things. Support the other the, things. Crazy yeah. ex girlfriend and the grinder. Support Limitless also. No, Watch I, I don't. 5 on Hulu. It's Shut the fuck up, Alley. <laughs> limitless,
0: is, limitless is Limitless. All right. So as always, I'm at Marty on Twitter. The um um and then the next episode of this show will be Alf. So stay tuned in two weeks for season four, That's episode commit six. Suicide. Yes, hooked on a feeling, um, and we're going to be watching. I'm I'm sure a classic episode of TV uh, with Alf. I don't know how those two, those two words are antitheses, but whatever. Have you ever
2: watched Happy Days?
0: Yes, go back and listen to Is that. that. A
1: real question. <laughs> I was just wondering, Do you mean for
0: the show or in general? Because, again, we're American. How dare you? I've never seen Happy Day. Oh, jeez, Allie. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I question your Americanness. Did you not even see, like, that, that uh, music video from Weezer, even? No, I don't listen to Weezer. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, God. How do you not know even see Buddy your Holly? Your
1: awareness is amazing to me. <laughs> well, I know a lot of some stuff.
0: Well, well, go go watch an episode of Happy Days and, and think about what just said, or just music rewatch video the Body episode. Holly. Yeah, just watch the Weezer music video. I'll link that in the description. Um, and and so two weeks from now, I'll come back for Alf. And then um, in the meantime, you can find us on Twitter at the Televoid. You can email us at, thetelevoid at gmail.com. You can rate, subscribe, view us on iTunes. We almost have enough uh, rates to do a, a drunk rewatch of the Entourage movie with Lisa. So oh, just yeah. get that going. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, where do I vote for that? <laughs> Go on iTunes, create an account, and then just give us a rating. Even if you rate us, like, two stars, one star, that counts. <laughs> so go do that. Five stars are the best because that just means that you're you're grading us on a curve. Um, but so uh, in the meantime, thanks for wandering into the telepoint, guys. See you next two weeks. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah. I mean, I did just reference Jeremy London, so uh, the, the
1: the facts are these, I don't, So anyway, I, so I, I, like, I, what, I, was I you, what were you saying? Totally. <laughs> that didn't make any sense. Whatever you just said, Mora. Oh yeah,
0: it didn't. <laughs> I said Jeremy London was recast as the person James Morrison was playing. I was trying to help you out with the. Oh, oh wait. <laughs> What, what are you talking Jeremy about? was yeah. on Felicity <sighs> <Luzi. laughs> I got the white dudes on Felicity mixed up. <laughs> are you oh, of
1: Scott? I'm sorry. Oh, he like was Jeremy Lundi. Yes! <laughs> Jesus Christ.